With your host Slim, my co-host Benny Golf. Benny, what is going on on this fine early morning Monday? Not too much, buddy. Just uh, trying to get my shit together here. We look like zombies right now, but uh, got to get it out of the way. So glad we're up and doing it. The new title of Slid looks flawless, by the way. Thank you, thank you very much. What do they call that? What do you what do you say? What's the name of it? I think it's it's called like the Boardwalk, something like that. It's not Sle- bad. Sleek name. Boardwalk, yeah. to, like tour boardwalk or something. But yeah, it's, uh, oh, tour, it's pretty sweet. Tour boardwalk, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put it in action yesterday, actually. I played my last round of golf in Canada. Oh, you did? Although in Canadians, you have to state in Canada because most yeah. of us play sometime in the US or the wintertime in the yeah, calendar year. Somewhere else. Yeah, so it was, it was all right. I mean, I teed off at fucking three o'clock. So, I mean... I didn't get a full 18 in, which is ridiculous to say. I can't believe that's a sentence, but um, like, what, yeah, it was, I don't know. I don't know if I would enjoy that. Call me like a golf, like kind of hater or like, like very pick, picky person. But like, I mean, obviously playing 14 holes better than no golf. Like if you had to put up one to the other, but I just have this weird thing about playing 18 holes. Really? You're like a nine or an 18 guy. Nothing in between. No, like I don't even like nine. Like not I strictly nine. 18. Like if I have to play nine, I feel like it's just a waste of time. Really? You think that's unappreciative to the sport? <laughs> unappreciative is maybe a stretch, but I think it's just a little weird. Like, I, I don't know. know. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't just go play nine. Like, I guess maybe I would kind of used to be like that growing up. Cause I always wanted to like, see what I could shoot. Like as my best score. Yeah. So like that's, I kind of get that, but I don't know. That definitely disappeared from, my attitude i guess pretty quickly like as soon as i got older i'm like i'm just happy to even play three holes if i can i, I bet your scores up from here to here i have to stop caring about that or what yeah basically that's exactly how it went i was like oh like i'm no longer on the road to breaking 80 i'm like i'm definitely not breaking my course record anytime soon so i'm like ben starts just... off birdie par birdie okay yeah it was a great round fellas i'm gonna have a header home today <laughs> yeah well, that's the thing. Like, if I was playing really nasty, like, I hated not getting 18 in. Like, if I just was, like, expecting to play nine, knowing that it was unlikely to play 18, and say I would shoot, like, a 38 or something, then I was, yeah. like, really itching to, like, somehow find a way to play the back nine. Especially when I was, like, on that road to breaking 80. Like, yeah. you, you can't waste those opportunities, I guess, right? But, uh, yeah, no, I paid, played about, like, 14 holes. We paid, or played uh, Homestead at Westview. Played the that nine there. I was forty five with a quad, which was tough. Uh, missed a five foot birdie putt as well. Nice. So it was really just like a, a few shots on one hole. that kind of fucked me, but it was literally just me being a dumbass too. I think I hosled a couple wedges. <laughs> it was tough, and then I was almost losing it in the leaves. I hosled it like twenty oh. yards to the left and went off, and I couldn't find my ball for like five minutes. We talked about this though before. You're a leaf rule guy, now, Come fall. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. if if everyone in the in the group agrees that it's not out of play, you just drop a ball. Yeah, yeah, and we'd be pretty like liberal with it in the sense that you're not going to drop it like behind a tree, like yeah, if you yeah, went I, into I, the tree. Like you're, you're yeah, giving yeah. somewhat of a lane, not an easy yeah. shot. Like you're not putting yourself on the rough or the fairway. Like you're just putting it in the shit with some sort of attempt at something. But yeah, if you give uh, if you give a good effort and you, you make contact, make a great shot, you have a chance to maybe make birdie. But if not, you know you're still. Let, let it run out there in the fairway 
Exactly. Yeah. And then we did a little, little four man scramble to like try to squeeze in as many holes. And we were just bouncing around and played about like five extra holes, give or take. So that was kind of fun. We did nothing with it though. Like, I think we were maybe even (laughs) not even like a look, not even a look at birdie, just grinding pars out. We could not hit a green kind of was like when we played our, uh, our event earlier in the summer. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah, that's tough. No, that would drive me nuts on like 14, knowing, you know what? We're not going to get this in. I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, even anyways. bouncing around too, we were lucky to get 14 in because there's still people just grinding it out. Like, were you waiting for people? Yeah, like at the, in the that's back. That's what's like, tough. That's yeah, what's like, tough. It's like, fellas, like, oh, ladies, everyone's we know we're going to fly. But yeah, like no. we all know what we want here. 18 holes. Like the yeah. sun's going down. We only got so much time. Let's, let's, you know, figure it out here. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough. Um, I want to start by saying one thing. Okay, if I knew that Seamus Powers had an Asante Gu over his E, like he does on his Instagram page, I would have <laughs> never said it the way I said it. Okay? I don't know. I just noticed that yesterday, too. DJ Tour needs to get his shit figured out because that is complete, changes the complete dynamic of his name. So I'll Yeah, take, I guess it does. I'll but... take this one on me. This one's on me. You know, know my stuff better. But if it had, if I saw the Asante go over the E, I would definitely would have said Seamus. Yeah, I don't know though because like I don't think it needs that. Like if you search up how to like pronounce Seamus, there's a bunch of YouTube videos that don't have the Asante Gu or whatever, and you can say it Seamus. Like they do say it, but either it's way, all good, dude. We're past it. We're past I'll take it, it off. I'll learn. take it off the chin. That one's on me. I got to be better. But it was funny though. It was good. I'm just letting you know. That's all. That's all. Well, um, Seamus didn't win this week. I don't even think he played. Um, I think he yeah. took the week off after a big win. But someone who did play, and boy, did he play. Russell Henley, 63, 63, 65, 70. He wins by four. Third PJ Tour event. He actually should have shot 64 on Sunday, too. He missed a seven-footer on 18. Just kind of yanked it. Yep. Which would, which is crazy, dude. 63, yeah. 63, 65. Even that like three-stretch hole. He beat... Yeah. I think he tied the uh, record that Hovland had last year of minus 23. Um, Jeez. He was bogey-free going into the final round. Made two bogeys on Sunday. couple fun facts about my boy Russell. Get this. His wife, Telly. I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing that right. T-E-L-I. Probably, yeah. Telly. Probably, in, yeah. I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, is known to be a great painter out of South Carolina. Now, I really want to get to the bottom of this if it's like a commercial like house painter or if she's like an artistic painter. <laughs> right up your alley. <laughs> but I want to figure this out because that's yeah. one of his stats that is listed and I think that is hilarious. Or fun facts about him. I feel like it's not commercial. Like I feel like she's good at like any art. art. More art <laughs> setting. Yeah. I thought for I sure I, I had a connection there. I don't know if you can be known for a great painter really as a this could be a hot take for you. What? Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> what? Like, I guess you could be a good painter, but like no one just says like, oh, this person's a great painter. You know what I mean? Are you kidding me? But like known Dude. like by other like communities, like you know oh. what I mean? <laughs> Like no one's okay. like no okay. one in like okay. no one uh, okay. in like Toronto or maybe maybe even Toronto, but like, like Niagara's going, oh, like Slim is a great painter. Like, you know what I mean? Okay, okay, okay. I will give you that. But within the trade, dude, there is a thing as known as like a good painter. Yeah, I believe yeah, that's fair. I believe that. I believe that. 
Like that makes sense. I feel like in anything, like there's good and bad. But yeah, like so, you're not, so, you're not so you're getting known off. like you're not getting known like internationally. One day, could you imagine like you're like down in the in Florida somewhere, and you go, "Oh, you're from Ontario. You know that uh, guy Slim at Northern Breeze Painting. You know he's a great painter. Right? He's a great. <laughs> what would you exactly. do? You would start dying. Oh, I'd cry. I'd cry. I'd be so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, so man. yeah, that's 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 my answer with doing my. All right, so she's an uh, investigation. Painter. She's an artistic painter. Artistic. I hope I'm right. She probably is. You you make a lot of sense for um what we're talking about. Other thing, he's a big guitar player. He's even played with Darius Rucker. Oh really? You got to be a big Darius Rucker fan. Yeah, you like the country? Yeah, he's pretty nasty. Yeah, so um, that'd be pretty cool. Who would be the one person like? band like you like you're big into music concerts like who who do you want yeah. if, if you could shred the guitar who would you want to play with yeah like if i could actually play guitar yeah, yeah like obviously going up right now on the stage would be kind of like oh boy this is kind of tough but yeah that's a I got, tough one i got mine flat out florida georgia line Ty, tyler hubbard yeah i'd man. want it to be like that band like i wouldn't want to just be one of the other guys i think the other guy is dk but um, yeah yeah no i them for sure dude they're my favorite Dude, like I, this is maybe some recency bias, but like I, I saw Chris Stapleton live this year, and oh. he, like, I didn't really know that he could shred that well. Like, he obviously has a lot of good like guitar solos and stuff in his songs, but like he was a fucking menace up there on the stage, like insane. Dude, you're so just I feel the guy like that'd that be pretty cool. You're just a guy that doesn't expect a lot from anyone, and then all of a sudden, like with the painting thing, I didn't think you'd be a good painter. Oh, I didn't think you could be a guitarist, <laughs> and then you see them live, and you're like, "Oh, that guy's good." Like, I think you just got to like open your eyes saying, a bit. Are you saying I need to come watch you paint? <laughs> well, like, yeah, no, he's fucking nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that, but I think you need to figure it out a little bit on on just giving people some credit when it's when credits do. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I feel like when someone whips out like guitar solos, that isn't necessarily notorious for, like, is obviously known as a good guitar player, but like out of nowhere, it's just fucking like insane. Like I was getting chills watching Chris Stapleton just shred. So he'd probably be one, and he can kind of like cover like the slower stuff, and then he can also rip through like some pretty like rock style things. So go with that right. or Angus Young. Oh, that'd be my other answer. ACDC, eh? Yeah, yeah, that'd yeah, be cool. That that'd be sick too. That'd be sick too. Um, his bucket list, same thing. It's still on Russell. Skydiving, visiting Italy, and winning the Masters. Well, let me tell you, he's won three PJ Tour events, four PJ Tour events now. Pretty sure he can visit Italy if he wants to. He could probably just go play an attorney in like the European Tour somehow. Yeah, just and he could definitely and... go skydiving. Winning the Masters, that's a tough one. That one he has to perform. Yeah, that is a tough one for sure. Skydiving, you could do for probably fifty bucks on some sketchy place, but I don't know if I'd be doing it at some sketchy place skydiving. But <laughs> I don't even think I'd do it at the best the skydiving good? place in the yes. world. Fifty. What are the chances of the shoot opening? Fifty fifty. Have you seen that movie? <laughs> no. War dogs. War dogs is a oh, war dogs it? clip. I've They're going seen through that the, movie the triangle of death or whatever, and like, what are the chances of us making it through alive through the drive? And the the, the driver goes fifty fifty. <laughs> it's it, 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 it's Miles Teller, and he goes like fifty percent chance we live, fifty percent chance we die. He goes, yeah, fifty fifty. <laughs> you you got to watch the movie. It's with the Jonah Hill too. It's a cl- it's unreal. I based definitely true, watched it. I'm story. just so bad at remembering movie shit. It's Don't like worry. a watch it and they forget about it like a week later. That should have been the first thing I asked you before we want to do a podcast. Hey, are you good with movie clips? 
No, it's, terrible. it's a really big buzz kill when you it see is. a movie clip and the next and the person you're talking to doesn't laugh. You're like, oh, this is real awkward now. Yeah, but everyone else is laughing, so I just look like a knobhead. Well, what you don't look like a knobhead is your Brian Harmon pick came second, big day on Sunday. I know like that was sneaky. Came that was in. sneaky, dude. That's how he does it, though. He just stays in the mix, stays in the mix, stays in the mix, and then he gets hot on Sunday. You know? Yeah, whole week he was like top twenty. Like I kept watching, and so what I actually did was. Bet him live on Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening. I don't know if the round was quite done yet, but I took him at like plus 2,000. I know he was originally plus 4,000, but I took him plus 2,000 each way. And I had like obviously some betting money on a bunch of different apps because of the bonuses and stuff with that stamp and shit. So I threw like 30 bucks on him coming top five or winning. So I got paid like 80 bucks roughly, 75, 80 bucks, which isn't too bad. Isn't too bad. Solo second. But yeah. Well said a big yeah, our other picks were brutal. I mean, Morikawa had a really good day. I think Saturday shot like sixty two or something. Good thing we didn't pick Tony, eh? Tony got caught, I'm pretty sure. That would have been wild. Hey, I was just I was just letting you know it's a good odd break on that from the bet standpoint perspective. I almost bet him. He he was almost gonna be my guy, but luckily wasn't. Um Scotty though, big day on Sunday as well. He can came back in the mix sixty two. Mm-hmm. He crept back in there. His odds, for some reason, too, never changed. Like he stayed pretty much the favorite to win that tournament until Russell Henley had like a six-stroke lead or something crazy. But he, yeah, everyone was still gassing him up, I guess, on the Vegas side of things. Oh yeah. Well, you never know, right? He goes out shoot sixty-two, sixty-two the weekend. He's in. The, I mean, twenty-three is tough to come back from, right? Like if you have a bad round and the winner gets is the winner is the winning number or the winning number wow monday morning is 2300 like you can't really have a bad round no like even russell had a 70 on sunday it was one under but i mean you basically need to be mid mid 60s to have a chance 100 percent, 100 percent. so but yeah i don't know it's good to see at least scotty's playing good golf so that means in the next probably few weeks he'll be contending again if he's playing apparently apparently as i say this the fall is the biggest like sets the guys up for the biggest kind of year for the the following year. So like obviously coming into January, apparently four of the six past FedEx Cup champions have won in the fall. Hmm. Yeah, which is kind of nuts. Quite interesting. I mean, you get a lot of points. Like this was a huge. This was like a full on five hundred point FedEx Cup like tournament, right? Which is massive. Yeah. Winning so. early is like so massive for for anybody, whether it's like well, a newbie, especially like for someone like like Russell, like you know Rory's and like the Schefflers, like they they don't have to worry too much at all. But like for those guys, I mean, just knowing that you have you've secured your card, not he's won three before, so he might still be under his exemption, so he doesn't worry about it. But like guys like on yeah. the brink like that to not have to worry about making cuts and doing that, like your year becomes so much more free. It's like it's like hitting in a scramble. You have four guys on a tight fairway. The first guy hits them down the middle. Like the next three yeah. guys, like can just swing so much lightly, like lighter, like in a For sense, sure. just or I guess freely is the right word. Sorry, not lighter, more freely. Right? They can play more freely. So I think it's huge that way too. Yeah, and that's got to have snowball effect. Like moving forward in the year as well. Like if you're winning early, like yeah. having that lack of stress, like due to already having one under your belt, like you're probably going to end up playing better golf anyway. So yeah, it's a good like thing to get everything going for the year. And, and people forget too, Russell Henley actually ha- was tied for the th- third round lead, uh, 54 hole lead at the US Open when John Rahm won it. Yeah, like, like he's not can, a joke. Like he's a good no, golfer. Yeah, guy, guy can play for sure. So mm-hmm. hopefully he gets his chance at maybe 
getting on a green coat, green jacket. Um, yeah, let's get into some, some slim stats here. I got a couple for you. Uh, maybe not look at the page. No, but, uh, good. 15 index from 170 yards in the fairway is more likely to what? Make a double bogey or worse or hit the green? How many yards? 170 in the fairway. So probably most guys hitting like a four iron. Most guys double would say bogey. a six iron. It's got to be a double bogey. Yeah, double bogey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's nuts, I had to think about. I know, that's pretty wild. Manage your expectations, Lou. Um, from 15 Ooh. feet, a 12 handicap is more likely to what? Three putt or hole out? 12, 15 feet. That's like, it's not far. <laughs> hole out, please? No, likely the three putt. No. More likely the three putt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, From 15 pain. feet, dude. Next time you play with someone and they're, and like, if you're a 12, like you're a decent golfer, you're shooting, you know, low 80s, mid, mid 80s, like you're, for relatively speaking, you're a good golfer. Next time they have a 15 footer, tell them that stat. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I will. I'm just let you know you're more likely to three put this than to hole out. Yeah, I might get a get, little, little quick grip on the on the putting grip, eh? You might need the octa yeah. grip for that one. That's wild. I'm kind of mind blown by that one still. Just because I played with so many guys in that wheelhouse of like uh, 12 to 15 handicaps. <laughs> There's just no way. Like, maybe I guess it does happen, but like, fuck. Now, I don't know tough. what, like, these are taken from like hundreds and hundreds of amateur golfers. So I don't yeah. know, like, what kind of greens we're talking about, like different kind of grasses and like speeds and stuff. But I mean, I could see that 15 feet, dude, if you leave it four feet, like three, if you have a three footer, right. The average dude at 12 handicap, if he's actually playing as like a decent round of golf, like a serious round of golf, there's yeah. a decent chance he misses a three footer or a four footer. Yeah, I guess. And draining a 15 footer is not necessarily easy. No, but I guess like if you have a somewhat tough putt, a three putt, if you don't know the speed of the greens, first time playing the course or something like that, like you could three putt, I guess. I mean, it is what it is. Get this one. This, this, this one's really cool. Ride or walking? Do you think it makes a difference? Uh, yeah, I think it does. So what do you think would be like better, I guess, for your game to ride or to I walk? Walk, I think it's better for your game for most people. Like unless you're someone who's like insanely out of shape and like, the fatigue from walking like really affects everything then sure but like for say an average joe i think walking is generally better for me it's always been like the like being able to think about like every shot a little bit more and just i feel more involved in the game like i just feel more present in it versus like a card i'm going as fast as i can like i hit one shot and 20 seconds later i'm hitting the next shot versus like having a minute walk to my ball and then like already looking at everything thinking it out so i don't know that's my answer i guess so you think walking is a bit walking better. is a little bit more helpful. Okay. So they did one um, minimum and this is acro golf. That is like the golf stats um, presented by Lou uh, minimum 30 rounds, dude. So you had, that's a decent amount of rounds for a golfer, right? Yeah. Riders played better 53% of the time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't know. This is another thing. I think walking with someone caddying for you too, like a lot of the nice clubs and, in the US, they do that, right? Which I think would throw yeah. a different swing in this because I think having to carry your own bag or push your own bag changes that a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was kind of shocked too. I always thought I played better walking as well. But then once I read the stat, I started thinking and like pretty much all of my best rounds in the last two years have been riding. Now that could be a coincidence or it could just be, you know, 
You just don't walk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I actually walk a lot at Vesper. Vesper's just tight, dude. It's hard to I I find it challenging to to stay to keep it low there. But anywhere else mm-hmm. I played of it's also because a lot of golf courses now, like some in can like you almost you have to walk. Like a lot of them like say, Oh yeah, if you're playing on a weekend at like eleven, you're walk you're carding, sorry. There's you're carding? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. For sure. So yeah, it's it's almost encouraged like for pace of play and everything like that. Like it's almost a burden seeing a group of walkers which, in front of you. At this and point. this is the other thing too. If I'm ridiculous, but if, if I'm having a few drinks, you got a cart. I find walking with drinks is tough. The worst. The worst. So if you're trying to have a good time, like you automatically. So if I play on a weekend, I'm pretty much carting. If I play on a weekday, yeah. I, I walk. But <clears throat> I don't know. Interesting. Interesting stat. It's kind of cool they're able, how they're able to do that, like figure out all that stuff again. I don't know how accurate it is. It's sure. basically 50%. Like it's basically yeah. the same. It's 3% yeah. difference. So um, get this, the DP World Tour, man. They're doing 150,000 guaranteed purse money for players that make 15 plus starts. That's cool. Dude, I think it, this is insane that Liv has changed everything like that. I know. Like it's so contradicting. And yeah. they want to throw in the matters worse. I don't know if you saw this, but Bubba got caught saying he has been paid behind quote unquote closed doors by the PGA for appearances at tournaments in the past. Wow. He goes, his, his interview is just like, man, I don't get what the big deal is. I don't get why they're getting pissed off for guaranteed money. I've been paid behind closed doors for PGA tour. It's like, says like, nonchalantly. like, yeah. I don't know. I just think like, it's pretty nuts how like they've gone crazy at live. And now I don't know. It seems like now they're implementing all these things into their new tours that, for the DP and the, and the PGA. And, and now guys are getting paid. I mean, you had to think that like, or have thought that some of the tournaments to get guys to show up, like why, you know, there, there has yeah. to be some incentive to do it. Yeah, for sure. Especially guys with like a little bit more character and like a bit of a repertoire for fans. Like they're throwing those guys in the tournaments for sure, but paying them behind, like that's just such a PGA thing. I feel like yeah. such a like dirty, quiet thing, but not shocked, I guess. Yeah. Dude, what I guess is it is like I like like that DP World Tour is doing that. Like that's a pretty cool thing to do, and I think that's I never even thought about that. Is like giving people giving people guaranteed money depending on how many events they play. Like that's a really smart incentive. Yeah, I mean, 150 grand for their top players isn't much, but for the guys that are like on the tour that have just got their cards, like they'd get next. So that that's a decent amount, and like just additional funds for. I mean, a lot of their their travels covered sponsored, but. Um, mm-hmm. you know, just making sure that at the end of the day, if they come dead last in every event, they have, they've worked for a year and have 150 K under their belt. Yeah. And I feel like it's also good because it makes those events more competitive because more guys are inclined to go play. Yeah, for sure. Like maybe not some of the big dogs, like you said, but still like, I'm sure people, no one really wants to turn down that 150 K. Like if they have to squeeze in a couple more events, I'm sure it's worth their time. Yeah. Especially, especially down the stretch. Or maybe yeah. it gets guys to plan more early, earlier events in the year. Exactly. As well. yeah. So how about this, man? Talking about early in the year, late in the year, Tiger's year in 2000, man, he had 10 firsts, three seconds, two thirds, and 19 top tens in 22 starts. Say <laughs> 10 firsts? 10 firsts, dude. That's fucking crazy. I even tell you what <laughs> ones they are. I, I, I just forgot that he was that good. Like I was, I was only five when that happened, dude. He, yeah, I was born. <laughs> he won the Mercedes Championship, AT T Pebble Beach, the Bay Hill Invitational, the Memorial, the U.S. Open, the
the Open, <laughs> the PGA Championship, the World GC uh, Golf Classic, Canadian Open, and the Johnny Walker. <laughs> Those are not like small thirties. <laughs> the back to back that the Open and the uh, U.S. Open, the Open is nuts too. Like, he just, yeah, that's disrespectful. Come on, I think yeah, he's most dominant athlete I think to ever live in any sport easily, in my opinion. Like you can't disagree with that. So you, you think he's way better than Tom Brady? Yeah. Yeah. Like not Tom even Brady's the also same. Like, like the Pat like the Pats like won championships with defense. Like not saying that Tom Brady okay. didn't do anything, but I'm saying like everything is on Tiger to do what Tiger did. Yeah. Versus like he had like Brady had coaches that had a direct impact during play outside of play defense teammates to catch the ball like a lot of good teams right yeah i think he'll even admit that like i don't think he would say oh yeah it's all on me that we won all these super bowls he would say that we found ourselves a lot of good teams and we made things kind of work but tiger like you can only really put the credit to himself (laughs) for the most part right a little bit of coach sure and maybe some mentors but other than that it's basically just you grinding for you so i don't know i would definitely give it to tiger yeah, no, that that was a pretty good explanation. I didn't think it was going to go that deep, but um, good for you. <laughs> there we go, Monday morning. Good for you. It's funny. I had the odds for our like for the Houston Open this week. Yeah, and I'm cruising through them, and I see Brooks Kapka's name. I go, that doesn't make sense. They don't even have him listed yet. Yeah, they definitely don't. So maybe we'll just wait to the end of the week or not end of the week, not, not on Sunday morning and say, Hey, I'm going to go with this guy. But uh, <laughs> why don't we just wait till, you know, Wednesday and we'll, we'll, we'll release them with the bet stamp post on Instagram. Yeah. We will because. be using the bet stamp app. One of the best betting apps out there to help you win the most money possible for every one of your bets. It's basically line shopping. It's like Trivago, like we've said multiple times, but, for sports, sports betting. So you're going to be able to line shop and look across a bunch of sports books, find the best odds for you, whatever bet you want. It'll find the best sports book for you so you can make the most amount of money. And don't forget to keep your stats, track them. You can track your bets on the app. So, you know, when someone says, oh, dude, you've been brutal this year at betting, it's like, nah, nah, dude. You can prove it. Yep, exactly. And you can break it down, you know, live betting, pre-bets or pre-game bets, you know, what sports, you know, are you betting? Are you better on over unders? Are you betting on, um, you know, point totals? What league you dominate? Maybe yep. you're a big NHL guy. Maybe you're a big PGA guy. Who knows? Or NFL guy. We just talked about it Sunday. Maybe like throwing a couple parlays together. There you go. Either way. Either way. Like I said, last one for that referral link. Like I said, my buddy won over 250 bucks of actual money. And then he got over $500 in bet credits just signing up with these things. So it's an easy two hours of your time, but it's an easy thing if you want to get into sports betting and if, for those of you that say oh i have all the sports books already no there's a ton that are coming out um and that are already out that you probably don't have so and even if you have most of them it's still worth getting the other couple and doing the onboarding session and uh getting yourself dialed and they'll they'll help you out with any of the deposits so check it out and hit us up for uh for the referral code and we'll get you dialed easy money well benny i hope you have a great day today i have a busy one i am uh gotta get up north here and then i gotta catch an 8 p.m flight to las vegas viva las vegas <laughs> let's go that's electric dude i hope you have a blast i gotta get to work in the next 40 minutes so wish me luck well buddy enjoy and we'll chat soon
Sounds good, pal. Take care.